You play the doctor, the nurse, the teacher, the counselor. Tired? Weary? Frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life It's hard to keep your head above the water So win this fight Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrial.com slash solomoms. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. My guest today is Cherie Brown. Cherie moved from South Carolina to Atlanta, Georgia, 17 years ago with $81 to her name. She fled an abusive relationship and spent nearly two years sleeping on her friend's couch. Like most solar moms, Cherie has made drastic changes in her life so her son, who is now a 20-year-old college sophomore, would not grow up without his mom. She currently has two jobs and holds an undergraduate degree in healthcare management while seeking a master's in public health. Yet, Cherie still finds time to volunteer with her community and church. Listen now as Cherie tells her story. Thank you. So, Cherie, tell us how you became a solo mom. Okay, how I became a solo mom. I became a solo mom. I had my son at a young age, at the age of 20. And I got into what I thought was the perfect relationship with his father at the time, but it ended up not working out as well as I thought. For a long time, it has been about my son, and now that he's growing up and he's starting to get into his own life, so now it's the thing of me finding me and what I wanted to do. And I didn't graduate college like in early on in life, so I went back to school which is never too late. I went back and I got my degrees and everything. And it seems like when I first started out, I didn't know what direction I wanted to go, but now I'm into healthcare management and everything is healthcare related. I see myself going further into that field, maybe opening up a a retirement center at some point in life. And my ultimate goal is to be an owner and operator of a funeral home. Oh, interesting. A funeral home. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, that's that's very interesting. Okay. Wow. Well, I get that a lot. Sorry. People always ask me. I get that a lot when I say <laughs> a funeral home. I've lost so many, so much people in my life. Yeah. Who is like not to say that I'm callous towards death, but I know that it's a part of life, and I've accepted well, it a yes. lot more. So uh, it's a business. 
end stage, end of life is definitely a business. Like it's a business that a lot of people are not willing to take on. So it's it's kind of hard to get into. You have to be a certain type of people to deal with that type of business. But I'm preparing myself as I go along. Okay, I see. All right. Um, if you could change one thing about your life now, what would that be? I regret not listening to my mom when I was younger. To take back some of the things that I did that my mom told me, it seems like everything that she told me was going to happen, it happened word for word. And (laughs) I cannot take it back, but I I live and I learn from my mistakes. So Mm -hmm. those are some of the things that I wish I could do differently. I wouldn't have had a child as early as 20 years, so I would have finished college as soon as I graduated high school. I would have done a lot of things differently, right. which would have put me in a better place in life right now. Like I said earlier, I started off with a late start, but it's better late than never. That's so I'm learning right. from my mistakes. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. What, share your biggest success. What 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 do you see in your life looking back as the things the thing that you're most proud of that you've achieved? I am mostly just proud of like I say, my son. That is an accomplishment for me to see that he is in a position where he can help himself. Now I brought him up to this to this point in his life, and he's actually doing well. He's better than the average, you know, teenager nowadays. So I'm thankful for that. And it's a compliment for me to see that all my work and my efforts to get him where he is now wasn't in vain. Right. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So that's my biggest accomplishment. Yes. Yes. Definitely. That's the answer I get from most mothers. (laughs) So... How do you maintain balance in your life? You know, you balance work and your lifestyle and the needs of your child. It is not easy. It's getting easier, but it has not been an easy road because you have to make a lot of sacrifices. You have to make sacrifices about what you're going to eat, where you're going to live. So it's always been a challenge. You know, I live in a state where where I don't have any family members, so it's been exceptionally hard for me to, you know, make the sacrifices as for working job hours, uh, school hours. It's never enough time in the day to do what you want to do, but you have to make a sacrifice and prioritize Mm -hmm. what you need to do. So, yeah, so you you make time for you regardless. Yeah, I try to. Yes. Yes. Definitely have to make time to for self-care. It's not always easy, but you have to get that little 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It's not a whole lot, but it's in between, you know, from here and running from this place to that place. Yeah. Doing things in between. Yes, definitely. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to veer off a little bit and ask you, can you share your belief with us? Like, what, what is your faith? And can you share a little bit about your experience as, as it relates to your faith? 
I am a devout Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ solely with all my being, with everything that I have in me. <laughs> I want to express that because sometimes we don't express it enough. We get caught up in how it's going to make other people feel around us and what people are going to think about us. But I could care less what people think because my faith in Jesus is everything. Mm -hmm. If that answers the question, <laughs> it does answer my question. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. And yeah. that has helped me to that has shaped me and molded me into the person that I am today. Without my faith and my religion, I don't think I would be here today. Yes. If that Sure. There have been times where I didn't know what I was going to do and how things were going to work out, but because I trust in God, everything was always taken care of. Right, all right. Okay, uh, what do you struggle with now? What is my biggest struggle now? Uh, I would have to say trusting the opposite sex men. Okay. I'm still growing in this area of my life because, like I say, the past hurt and things that I've been through in past relationships. So it's a, I'm a work in progress. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's a struggle because people say things, but you can't always take them. I'll, I'll say it like this. You can't always believe what people say unless they show you otherwise. Right. You have to really know people nowadays before you can actually open up and trust them and invite them into your holy of holies. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, I'm going to ask you to share, do you have a favorite book? Do you have, you know, something that you've read that has impressed you and you know, it stays with you. Can you share if if you have um, something? I like would have to say. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm just saying. You know, if if you if you've read a book that you know made an impression on you, um, can you share what that book is and you know, just elaborate if you can. My my favorite book that I could think of off the top of my head right now is The Purpose of a Driven Life, uh, Rick Warren. Mm. Yes. When I, before reading that book, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and where, what was my purpose for being here. And it gave me new insight, new direction in what I needed to do and how to, you know, pray about and trust God on things. So right. I would have to say the purpose of driven life. Purpose driven life by Rick Warren. Okay. Thank you. Do you have one piece of advice that you advice that you would share give to another solo mom? Um, I would tell any single mom to just be patient and always, always trust the process. It may not look like everything is at the time, but you just have to remain faithful and believe in your kids. Never give up on your kids. Don't turn your back on your kids. Be there for them through thick and thin. Right. <laughs> that's really funny. You know, you're the third woman who said that to me in the last... <laughs> that That's the answer in the last okay. three or four okay. days. 
It sounds, like a, it sounds like a message, a good word, and you have three boys, so... Yes, I do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, so I know how hard it is sometimes, so being that you have three, you have to constantly stay in prayer and make sure that your boys are covered. Always, always. Always. Yes, always. Um. All right, um... Those are all the questions I had for you. Do you have anything else you want to share with solo moms? Uh, not that I could think of. I think you got everything. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to spend, you know, with me asking you different questions. I know you're fairly busy and that, you know, it's Sunday evening and you're probably tired, so... Thank you very much for me. <laughs> I'm just winding down. I'm just relaxing. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I look forward to meeting you soon. Come down to a game. I will. I will be visiting soon. <laughs> I will be there. I promise him I will be there. I wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about why I interview solo moms. I want to see what the experiences of other solo moms are. What experience and challenges do women raising children alone go through? What are the challenges? And I wanted to see if those stories could influence you, could inspire you, could, could move you to a better way of thinking. And so here we are. And I am not perfect, obviously. I am still learning how to podcast, but I hope that this will help you understand my reason behind this and that you will support the show. I also wanted to talk briefly about two words, regret and condemnation. There's a story in the Bible about a woman who was being accused of adultery. Now, the punishment for adultery in those days was to be stoned to death. And so this woman was facing her accusers. They were ready to stone her to death. But Jesus happened to come by. And Jesus was, you know, irritating them because he was talking stuff that they didn't really want to hear. And so they said to Jesus, um... So what are you going to do about it? What do you think we should do? And Jesus said to them, well, the person without any sin, let him throw the first stone. And he bent down on the ground and started drawing. And when he looked up, he said, he said to her, where, where, where are your accusers? And so because apparently they had all left because, of course, none of us are without sin. And she said, I don't know. And. Um, Jesus said to her, her loving Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn thee. You are free to go. I do not condemn you. Just sin no more. The other word I wanted to talk about is regret. Now I've made a lot of mistakes. But I've never really regretted anything unless, of course, I hurt someone. 
But the reason I'm bringing up this word is because I believe regret should be brief. You make a mistake, you regret it, you you fix it. However, however fix fixing looks to you, you fix it and you move on. As solo moms, we're often faced with making decisions on our feet. These decisions are sometimes life-changing. And for whatever reason, fear, lack of resources, and other perceived notions, we think we're alone. So we make these decisions. And at the moment, that decision seems like the right one. I can look back in my life and see that a great majority of the mistakes I made were made out of fear. Fear of the unknown, fear that if I don't do this now, my child will miss out on whatever. But I've made a conscious decision that I can't live in regret. I can't live trapped, bound by regret. I believe that when Jesus said to the woman at the well, I do not condemn you, that he was speaking to me. What do you believe? For you, the listeners of Solomon's Talk podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Go to audibletrials.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrials.com slash solomoms. Thank you. Those who tell their story rule the world. Native American proverb. Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Solomoms Talk. You are one decision away from changing your life. And if you think that Cherie's story can help someone else, please share it with them. Also, please subscribe so you can be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review. This is J. Rose Marie for Solar Moms Talk.